Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan McCarsky, how are you? I see sun. I see you in a t-shirt. <laughs> how are you, my brother? I'm I'm not freezing it out this morning, man. I'm in the home office on spring break, enjoying enjoying the 34 degrees in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> you know, uh, you la- uh, you uh, you laugh because I told you those things that come in your mind, I, yeah. and hopefully our listeners know like things. I'm honest. Listen, what came to my mind right now is that I was funny. I was listen. What came to my mind is like I'm gonna prophesy to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you know how people give these words. Uh, yeah. They are they obvious words, but they proper line. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> the Lord. The Lord said you're gonna go to school on on, on next week. You know what I mean? Like yes, I'm going to school. Next week. And it's, was, it's funny how it's funny how much of that you see, and it's like, man, if I just thought enough about it and read enough of the news, maybe I'd be able to predict that too. Listen, <laughs> I was gonna I'm gonna give you a prediction, not a prophecy, a prediction. I predict. Because I predict that in the next six months, you won't have to be as cold as you was the last six, five months. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably oh true. <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and that's, that's just, uh, listen, that's just having fun, man, because this, this, this stuff out here is wild, man. Listen, I will say this, man. We just had a powerful. So you are sunny because you are you know what I mean, in some staycationing uh, these days, that's man, and, and that's some fun time. And uh, again, normally uh, Ryan is sitting in a freezing car, uh, but we <laughs> we are in Ohio coming up early, to some early. <laughs> early in the morning when I rise up and seek thee, and uh, we are heading into some warmer days uh, in Jesus' name. And Amen. so, um, I hope, you know, we, 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 we thank the Lord for the warmer days out here. Um, we just spent about 30 minutes talking about this. And yep. I want to start the podcast with this. Now, we're going to talk about, we still talk about blaspheming. We're going to get into blasphemy in a second. But I, I got to give you a pause because I've been thinking, I was telling Ryan when we started this uh, talking today that I've been, I've been on Revelations 5. And I want to go to Revelations 5, 8 in a second. Um, but Revelations 5 just talks about, you know, let me just say this to everyone that's listening, Ryan. First of all, thank you for listening. We don't take it for granted that you're listening. There are more people listening to now, I can say this for sure, than there was uh, even a year ago. So thank you for those who are sharing it on your platform, on your friends. Um, we are we are picking up uh, folks. And I would say subscribe, subscribe, whether you're on Spotify. And I never do this, but I feel like I need to do this. Whether you're on Spotify or Apple, subscribe, because that helps us out. That helps the algorithm. Um Subscribe not because even we want more 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 viewers. We want people to listen to the word of God. Really, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. grow. Um, but one thing, I, two things I want to say, and then I'm gonna let Ryan talk a second, and then we're gonna get to scripture. Uh, number number one, that Jesus is the victor. Jesus is the victor. He has all power and all authority is in his hands, and he has the victory. So I don't care what you're going through right now. I don't care where you find yourself on life. Um, I know people listen to us from other countries, um, but I want to talk to to, Amer- to those who live in America. You know, Jesus is the victor, right? Uh, no economists, no nothing. I, you know, and I know things are getting tough and, 
and rough for some people, especially when it comes to the economy and things that are happening and mass school shootings and every every day is something different. Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't listen to the news anymore. My my face. I, if somebody tells me this happens, then I go research it. But I am I am literally keeping my eyes on Jesus because He is the victor, and He is the author and the finisher of my faith. And so, number one, He is the victor, and number two, He's requiring everything out of us. And and so, ask the Holy Spirit as you journeying, as we coming up to Easter coming up, and all these things, the, these holidays that we celebrate. You know, because for us, the way of Easter is every day. Hello. The Resurrection Sunday is just not Resurrection Sunday, right? It's Resurrection every day. So as you, as you contemplate on the resurrection of Jesus and the power and authority, he gave you all authority, but he's requiring everything out of us. And he's requiring another yes out of us. He's requiring us for, for us to say in whatever he's asking, right? Ha ask him for ears to hear if you're not hearing him. Ask him for eyes to hear, uh, eyes to see. But also asking for a heart to obey, right? Because what is it that you see and you hear and you don't tell him yes and you don't actually do what he's asking you to do? So I believe God is requiring some of us to do some things and, and asking to lay down some things. But we got to give him a yes because guess what? He is victorious. He's a victor. He is sitting in a victorious place and he's defeated already. Not that he's going to defeat. He's already defeated the powers of Satan. Right. And so the only power that we give him is power that we relinquish. And he wants us to walk in authority as sons and daughters of the king. And a lot of times we don't, Ryan, it's because we're not relinquishing the things. Right. We're still living a life with disobedience. And so we see disobedience played out in our lives. But listen, join the Holy Spirit in doing one thing, saying yes and allowing him to teach you how to obey. Yeah, Danny, what I was going to say, and just kind of piggybacking off of what you said, um, I would just say enjoy the journey. Um, this is a journey. It's a daily journey with with the Holy Spirit and, and really learning, like, what does that actually mean? Um, and that's not about that's not about a daily devotional, even though daily devotionals are fine, or that's not about a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. Really, it's about a, a daily engaging with the Spirit, moment by moment as you're going about your day if, if you're at work or if you're at home or if you're with your kids or if you're out with friends it's really about just learning what is the holy spirit wanting you to do in that moment and really just walking out your life um it may sound simple it's it's i mean it should be but in reality, it's hard because we're, we're trying to engage him and really trying to learn his voice. So I think, yeah, the big thing is just enjoy the journey. Walk it out with him and, and see where he wants you to go. A question for you, Ryan. Can you enjoy yeah. the journey in the flesh, though? No. <laughs> I mean, well, well, yes. Yes. But it could run you into where you don't want to be. So, yes, absolutely, I would say you could enjoy it in the flesh, but it'll lead you down a path that you don't the spirit. <laughs> how, how do I enjoy suffering? Oh, man. Because you say enjoy the journey, right? So so <laughs> I, I know I'm asking questions of people that are listening right now and going, yeah, but he's not in my shoes. <laughs> 
but I'm, not, I'm going through this right now, right? Yep. Because yep. a lot of times our flesh is overwhelmed, and when it's overwhelmed with things, it's hard to walk in the spirit because you asked, you said something, and I, I wanted to answer this question. Um, yeah. You said enjoy. So what you're saying is add joy, add joy. And joy is a spiritual thing. Happiness is a yeah. temporal thing, right? How do how do I add joy to the suffering? If I'm if I, if I'm if I'm in my flesh, you can't. <laughs> you you. <laughs> you want me to be honest? That was like first. That's my first thought. You can't. I love it. I love you it. No, like, you can't, and you can't have joy and suffering unless it's a spiritual act. Come on. You can't, like, like the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22, love, joy, peace. Like, I can't have peace in the... I can't have peace in the suffering myself. I need the Holy Spirit. Come on, like, man. I mean, that's just... It is what it is. I mean, it... it yeah, I, I may have, when I say enjoying the journey, like I can't enjoy, I can enjoy difficulty, like, and, and, and struggle um, and suffering, like you said, without the spirit leading. Um, if not, if I'm in my flesh, I'm going to hate, I'm going to hate my life, essentially. I will. If I'm suffering, I will. Well, that's why your eyes have to be on Jesus because he already been through that, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, Hebrews 12, 2, right? Our, one of our favorite verses, right? looking unto Jesus, the yep. author and the finisher of your faith. He already did it. Who for the joy yep. that was set before him, he endured the cross. Yep. Who for the joy that was set before him. Why? Because the joy, right? The fruit of the Spirit. Love, yep. joy. The Holy Spirit was activated in him. Right? Yep. So that he didn't see the suffering through the carnal eyes. When you see suffering through the flesh, when you see uh, whatever you're going through right now, whether you're going through sickness, disease, financial issues, those are all temporal things. Like I know they seem heavy because you are actually going through them right now. But if you can, if you can literally keep your eyes on Jesus, and I and I want to, this is going to help me. Uh, Holy Spirit just reminded me to tell this testimony because I don't normally tell a lot of testimonies uh, on this on this platform. But I got to tell you this because we're gonna it's gonna lead us to Revelations five, okay? So, you know, when I was going through, uh, you know, this, uh, Ryan, about, I think now it's, it's when I was, I'm 47 now, which I just told my, I'm going to be 47, 46. So now about 12 years ago, because I think I was 33 at the time or 34. Uh, I think I was 34, 34. I went through a, a dramatic change in my life where, and I think, you know, the story where I had, yeah. you know, uh, 34 blood clocks. I had 21 embolisms. So that means this is a, this is a factual story. You can ask anyone that was in my life at that time. So 21 blood clocks went through my heart and none of them killed me. I mean, that's a miracle within itself. Right. And at the time my wife was in the hospital, my family, uh, 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 our co-host Michael, which is, uh, yeah. one of our best friends, Michael and his wife, Akia were there. I mean, everybody was there. And uh, I had three surgeries within two days, and all they all they heard from the doctors that he can die at any moment, and he can die at the table. Because what they had to do was put a stent on my leg to keep the blood clots from coming from my legs up. Now this was a botched operation in the sense where the first operation I had, uh, they they forgot to turn on the um, uh, my. Uh, uh, 
my machine on my legs to coagulate my blood while I'm down and under. So I didn't have nothing to allow the blood flow through my legs. So it, it was dramatic. It was crazy. But I remember faintly hearing the doctors. Uh, I remember like, uh, you know, everyone that came to see me in the hospital was like, man, bro, you, you look like death. Like death knocked on my door for sure. You know what I mean? And I remember sitting in a room by myself in that first operation, Ryan. And I heard the Holy Spirit say two things. The first thing he said, this is not unto death. When that, when he told me that, it was a blanket from the Spirit of God that just came over my over me. Like it, and, and it's and it's and it's it's it this is the weird part for me, Ryan. I was alone. Mm-hmm. Like, like those you may be listening to this in the hospital right now. I'm I don't know, or you may have somebody's in the hospital. If you've ever spent any time in a hospital, and I spent a lot of my life in the hospital, if anybody knows my long testimony, you know, when I was a kid, I had a blood disease. So, I mean, this is not, the hospital is nothing new to me. I spent a lot of time and a lot of days in the hospital. Um, one of the loneliest times in a human's life is when they're in the hospital, mm-hmm. right? Because family members are coming in and out, mm-hmm. but they have to stay there all the time, Right. And so I was already lonely. And that now, yeah, I'm dying. I can't breathe. I have all kinds of machines on my on me. And all I can do is I was in this operating room and I can see, open my eyes and see a, a, a clock. And I that's what I, so I remember it was a clock. But I, as the Holy Spirit says, this is not a to death. A peace came up on me like, oh, I'm not dying. Now, before then, <laughs> I thought I was dying. But as soon as mm-hmm. he told me that, I wasn't dying. Then he took me to this. And I want to encourage those in what he took me and stop me at any time, Ryan. I'm just giving you this sure. testimony. Yeah. So I want to go to Revelations 5, 8, because this is one of the things that he told me. Because I, I used to pray. I'm going to say used to, um, because now is a, a different time. But I used to pray every morning at 5 o'clock in the morning for a long time, for years. That was my regiment, right? And I remember sometimes, Ryan, in my praying, that I would, uh, you know, you prayed in, in this times that, that I, you feel like heaven is falling down. Like, like it's like your tears, I mean, he's just coming. And there's times that you're in there and you're trying to hear it. And it's like, it was like like crickets at a nighttime park. And you just, oh, cricket, cricket. nothing's yeah. happening. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. am I wasting my hour every morning? Like that's, you know. And when the Holy Spirit brought up Revelation 5, 8, he says, Danny, you never wasted one moment of your prayer. I collected every prayer that you had in a bowl, and I'm putting those upon you today. You prayed for yourself, wow. and I know you prayed for you. And so listen to what Revelations 5.8 says, and we're going to read on, because what I want you to know is how, how victorious our Jesus is. And he has victory over everything. And when you're all in, Ryan, and I was all in, and I'm still all in, it doesn't matter. Like really, in at that moment, it was like if I'm, I was ready to go. If I'm ready to go, it's my time. But he said it's not my time yet, right? And so yeah. now, when he had taken the scroll, he meaning Jesus, the four, uh, uh, the four living creatures and twenty four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints, and they sang a new song, saying so. In heaven, there's golden bowls full of incense. These are the prayers of the saints. Are you kidding me? 
So when yeah. you think that your prayers are, are in vain, I'm here to tell you that they're not. Heaven is collecting your prayers. I got to say that again. Heaven is collecting your prayers. No matter how big you think your prayers are, no matter how small you think your prayers are, heaven is collecting your prayers. When are they going to pour back on you? When are they going to pour back on heaven? I do not know, but I know they're pouring. I knew for me at that moment, two things. There's no way is the devil when you're dying to tell you, hey, remember what you read in Revelation 5, 8? The prayers are being poured out. Right? Only the Holy Spirit can tell you that as you're mm -hmm. facing death, right? Only yep. the Holy Spirit can tell you this is not unto death, and that thing hits you. So heaven is collecting your prayers. And you got to know this. Listen, God has your back. I don't know what the outcome is. I don't know what your journey is, right? But I know that he's on the throne, that he's victor, and that he is not. And I love this prayer that we're about to read. And I love these songs because <laughs> Ryan, it tells you the progression. This is what mm -hmm. he's doing. And this is what he will do. Huh. Mm -hmm. I feel the Holy Spirit. So listen to what it says. The new song came from the elders. This is a new song. It says, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seal. And you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. That's what he has done. Out of every tribe and every tongue and, and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked. So listen. I want I want you to hear what, what the what the what the what the song the song went from what he did and how we are all going to do together. Listen what it says. And he had made us kings and priests, and we shall. We shall reign. Where, Ryan? Not in on heaven. We on shall reign on earth. Yep. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels. How many angels, John, around the throne, the living creatures? So I, I always think this, Ryan. If we really have a picture of heaven, we will be scared. Because Revelation, when you read the creatures that are in heaven, yeah. I'm telling you, like, like it should freak us out. You know what I mean? Like, what? You know what I mean? So he's talking about not only the, the angels, but the creatures and the elders. And he says, and the number of them are 10,000 times 10,000. And thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice. What are they saying, John? Worthy is the land who was slain. I feel the Holy Spirit. To receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor, glory and blessings. And every creature which is in heaven and on what? Earth. Every creature, not some, every created being that's in heaven and earth and under the earth. So not only on heaven, not only on earth, but under the earth. And such are in the sea and all that are in them are, I heard saying. So every, that's coming a time and this should be the glorious time. This is to be the time that you're waiting, that we will reign because what? His blood made the way. Remember, he says, and you have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and every tongue and every people and every nation. You redeemed everything, Lord. You reconciled the earth for us to be kings and priests on this earth. And there's coming a moment, and I don't know when that time is going to come, but we know according to 
Zechariah 14, that mm -hmm. Jesus is coming at the Mount of Olives and his throne yep. is going to be established. And at this time, every living creature, those are in the water. Everyone is going to see. We're going to say all the same thing. Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to look forward to. What we have mm -hmm. to look forward to. I know that this temple time that we live in, James says life is but a vapor, right? Yep. It's only yep. a short time. I don't care if you last a hundred years. That's a short time of eternity. The vapor, yep. he said, don't let yourself be consumed in those hundred years. Why? Because there's coming a time when everything that's on heaven and earth, underneath the earth and in the sea, are mm -hmm. going to declare to our Yeshua HaMashiach, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. Right? And so, I don't care what you're facing today. What I want you to say to whatever you're facing, blessing and honor. Mm -hmm. Listen, we talk about blaspheming, but we know, Ryan, that you and I are going to cover worship. And I know yeah. this is a pause between blaspheming, but man, I'm telling you one thing that I, that I had in my heart when I was going through that trying mm -hmm. time in my life, when my, you know, me and my girls talked about this not so long ago. It was a couple of weeks ago, and Deb's a witness because Deb will listen to this, and Deb will say amen. Ryan, we were sitting around our table, and they were like, man, we had no idea that, that mm -hmm. the time that you went to the hospital, because we, we had had them stay at, at, at some friend's house. And they were yeah. asking us, why did you have a stay in this time? Uh, and mom was like, well, dad was in the hospital. And then, and then they were asking, well, how come we, no one told us how serious this thing was? Mm -hmm. And I, and I thought that the, it just came out of my mouth. I don't even know why I, say, why I said it because my daughter was like, why are you even talking like that? I'm like, imagine if I would have not come home because that's how dire it was. Like, I, like my daughters had no idea what was happening. Yeah. They were in someone else's house. Yeah. And imagine they would have lost their dad that, that day and mm -hmm. they would have not seen their dad no more, right? That, and that just gave me this sobering feeling like, wow, Lord, you gave me uh another chance to declare you and, and so yeah. people people wonder ryan all the time why why are you so crazy why are you willing to give everything up because they don't know the route that we've walked in to get to where we got to like, everybody yeah. wants what you have but nobody wants to go through what you have gone through to get it <clears throat> that's that's truth man and that's where yeah, it, you, know, you hit on you had on so many so many things, but yeah, take your time. Wants, take your time. No, 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 no. You're uh, everyone wants um wants what you have in that moment, like you said, but they don't want to they don't want to experience what you have what you've experienced. Like when they meet you, Danny, for example, for the first time, um, and I and I know some of those story some of the story I didn't know I don't know the whole story. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be friends for a long time, so I'm sure I'll hear I'm sure I'll hear it. But um, yeah, I mean, like people don't get it, and they don't want to they don't want to make the sacrifices or go through the difficulty to get to where say you're at, for example, in in your journey. They want they want. Um, the platform and they want this and that but they don't actually understand what the sacrifice or the suffering may be to actually get there if they did i highly doubt 
most people would want to go through certain things to get to where others are. Because everything comes at a price and everything comes with difficulty. Nothing just... Nothing comes easy. And I think, especially the generation that's even younger than us, because I'm in my 30s, you said you're in your 40s, um, the 20-year-old, 20-plus-year-olds and younger, they don't want to, no one wants to go through any difficulty. They don't want to go through any suffering. But sometimes you go through things because it leads us to where we're supposed to get to. And there's a story to tell. Um, like Amber always tells me, there's like everyone's got a story to tell um, that can help someone else, help someone else that's younger than them or older than them. So, yeah. Uh, but Jesus invites us to suffering. Yep. Right? It's, yep. it's, it, and I, I, we got to go here, man. I, I was not going to go here, but listen, we may not even head to the blaspheme of Jesus this week. <laughs> Is that okay? Hopefully, yeah. those who are listening to, we, 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 um, we just had this conversation, right, with us, um, uh, our men's group, right? And we talked about yep. suffering. And I'm trying to find uh, Peter here. It was Second Peter that we read. Um, let me find. Let me find. Two. Yeah, it was Second Peter two, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And, yeah, it was Second Peter two twenty to twenty two, and I may have we may have read it last week, but I got to read it again because the Holy Spirit. I mean, this is the journey, right? But what yep. credit is it if if we're when you are beaten? It's, it, I, I just got to pause right now because I heard my mom say, "Say where you where you're reading that." All right, so it's it's First Peter. Sorry. First so First Peter, Peter yeah. chapter two, verses twenty yeah. to twenty-two, yeah, there you go. and I, yeah, we did read this last week, but the Holy Spirit is wanting us to bring it back again. Oh my goodness! Listen to what it says. For what credit is it if, when you are beaten for your faults, and you take, um, and you take it patiently, but when you do good and suffer, if you take it patiently, this is commendable before God, for. To this you were called. <laughs> uh. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second, Peter. Peter, come on, man. Hold on a second. Now that's the, you're not telling us what I'm thinking. You tell us. For this, you, if you want to know what your calling is, how about this? How about your calling is to suffer? Oh. Oh, help us. It just makes you want to. Man, this is this is ah. Oh, it, it, there's victory in this. Now. Now listen to me saying, you were caught for this. You were caught because why? Because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example. Meaning, if He was an example, we have to follow His example. Again, we want everything that Jesus wants to give us, but we don't want to walk through His walk through the way He walked on earth, leaving us an example that we should follow His steps. Oof. Peter, you say a hard thing. Who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. Now, I love Peter mentioning this because sometimes when we, and we have to just, let's stay here a little bit because we do this sometimes. And it's just us talking today. I'm sorry that we're not going to get into blasphemy today, but we got to talk about this because I think, Ryan, we want a reason to suffer. We want a reason to suffer. He said, in this, Jesus committed no sin or had no deceit found in his mouth, but he still suffered. Meaning, 
the only reason that he did it was because he knew that you was coming along, right? There yep. was no, oh, I'm going through this because I'm going to get this great calling in my life because God wants me to have this. And these things that are, are capitalistic in our instinct, that I call it a capitalistic instinct that we have in America, where, where if I go through this, it's because I'm going to get this. Is if I get totally. this, it's just that capitalistic instinct that we have it, right? And so we bring that yep. into Christianity. And and so we'd be like, well, there has to be a reason that I suffer because I'm gonna gain. Maybe the reason that you're suffering is because you to look like Jesus. <laughs> oh man, I'm just thinking about some of the conversations we had from our from our men's group a couple weeks ago, and just thinking about how as a church, um when people are going through a tough time, it's like, all right, well, you're, you're going through that tough time for, for a reason. And, and you, you know, you're going to get breakthrough from that and it's going to make you stronger. And you're, and, um, I guess they just didn't read this verse. They must've omitted that from the, from their Bible, uh, <laughs> that maybe it, like you said, it's molding them into looking more like Jesus and that's it. You're not going to get, you're not going to get another mantle. You're not going to get a bigger platform. Um, literally, you're you're going through it maybe to look more like Jesus. Now, sometimes, and, and Amber and I have had this conversation, um, if you go through something, is there a possibility that it could help someone out later on? By, by that, there, there could be something in there that you could help people through what you have experienced. Come on, man. Because I think as I think as humans, we we can do that. Like, have a story to tell, and there there is some value. No one wants, but well, Tomah, Ryan, you coming in and out? Say so. Say all that again, because you're coming in and out. Sorry. Um, I was saying that sometimes when you go through things um, that it's sometimes there's a purpose that you can walk someone through their pain years years later just purely because um, you have an experience that you can relate um, and Come that's on. not that's not necessarily fun um, to go through difficult things but then knowing later on that you might be able to help someone out that may be the purpose for what you're dealing with um, and also, like you said, it could be just molding you into to Jesus, man. Yeah. Man, it's I, hard. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I always think about I always think about um, Hebrews chapter eleven. We all like to talk about the heroes of faith, but we never want to finish the chapter. Let's go there. <laughs> Let's go there. I, I, I always think about it. Um, yeah, if I go, yeah, Hebrews eleven. I mean, if we look at the first, let's see, Hebrews 11, 1 through, um, 1 through 12, we love to read 1 through 12 because, well, hold on, no, even farther. No, even really through verse... It's in the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really the last section. Um, yeah, I mean, you're reading 30 plus verses. You're not, you're not wanting to read the difficult stuff. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, verse 36, roughly, right? Yep, yep. You can start at 36, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at 36, so this is uh, Hebrews 11, uh, verse 36. The first 35 verses are all really talking about heroes of faith, but it says this. Still others had trial of of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were te- were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. I'll repeat that, did not receive the promise God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. No mm. one wants to read. No one. No one wants to read that part of of Hebrews eleven because I don't want to be sawn in two. Let's just be honest. I, I mean, I don't want to be that person. But for some of these, some of these people, that's that's what their that's what their life ended up being. That was what. I don't want to call it a call, but I don't think that's a calling. But that's what they went through. That's their that's their human condition. That's their human experience. I, I, I will say uh, I'm gonna read it again, so that yeah. people can get mad at Peter, not at me. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me since you didn't want to call it that. Let me let me just tell you what Peter called it. I love Peter, and he said, "But when you do." good and suffer if you take it patiently this is commendable before god for this you were called hey don't Uh, get mad at me don't get mad at me for for reading peter (laughs) yeah for for this for this you were called again what and i want it it takes me to some more questions ryan because it's like why is it so difficult for us to to understand like our aim is to be like Jesus and show Jesus to the earth. Why why is why is Jesus not the central thing to believers' lives? Like we say he is, and I know that's a heavy question. You know, yeah. and you may be listening to it this and yeah. going, well, he is to me in every area, because I know this for me. There's some areas in my life that that I still struggle to let go and let him be Lord, if I'm honest. Right. But why do we have such a difficult time? Because according to Galatians, um, what does Paul say in Galatians? Right. Uh, He said, I've been he said, I've been you've been crucified with Galatians 220. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me and the life I now live in the body. I live by faith in the son of God. So the body life that I live, I live in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Right. And yep. so it's yep. so difficult. And I know this for me. I, I just I'm asking a rhetorical question or a rhetorical question. But, man, it's so difficult for believers to like, man, Jesus is our aim. While we on this earth, he's our aim. Not even to yep. get right theology, not even to get right doctrine, because Jesus is right doctrine and Jesus is right theology. Um, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the weeds of, of trying to know better. And I'm listening to this YouTube guy. He's telling me this and I, and we don't keep this, the main thing, the main thing. Are you pursuing Jesus? And are you lying? Are you lying the Holy spirit to show him through you? And if you're pursuing Jesus and you're lying the Holy spirit to show him through you, there are some things that he's going to require of you. 
according to the New Testament. He's going to require everything of you, not some of you, everything of you. Why is it that difficult? Oh, boy. I think we I think we like to read the good parts of the scripture and omit like you showed some of the stuff in first period first Peter chapter two. Like I I think and this is just from from a personal standpoint, Christianity is packaged in all the great stuff and not really telling the truth about about all the and, and what I mean by that is when I, when I gave my life to the Lord almost a decade ago, when, when you're talked about it, people tell you how your life is going to radically shift, but they never tell you that stuff will be required of you. They're actually not honest. They're actually not honest about, like, this is how Jesus' life was. And in reality, you may have to burn away some of the stuff that, like, you really like. Like, it might get burned out of you. And I don't think that honesty is shared. And that's why um, I think when people come down to it, it, it becomes more difficult for them to actually mm. follow. Because they realize that it's not... A, like, when it was pitched to me, and I'll say it's a, a pitch because it was. <laughs> it was. It was. It's like, hey, man, you know, you're going to be going to heaven... You know, (laughs) but then it's like, hey, like stuff's going to start lining up for you, man. You're going to get power Uh, like you get filled with the spirit. And it's like you're going to pray for people and see stuff happens. And I I mean, I have like I have a book. I have a book, you know, mysteries, marvels and miracles of the saints, man. Like I was all like I was all about that. Like I'm going to lay hands (laughs) and see what happens, you know, and and like. I think as I walk more with the Lord, it's almost been a decade. It's like, there's going to be trials. And, and like, I don't think people, I mean, one of our, one of our good friends, I won't, I won't say say his name on, on the air, but you know, he's one of my really great friends. You know, he told me like a lot of things he was taught growing up in church was like, Hey, when I, like, when I prayed, good stuff's going to happen. You know, the Lord's on my side, like that we, we talk about all that stuff and it's not that it's not true. Yes. Jesus is on your side, but in reality, we omit a lot of stuff from the scripture that we don't actually like to hear that we might actually have to walk through. Um, especially trials, especially sufferings. Like we don't, but again, that might be very much the American version. If I was in China, right? And and they pitched the gospel to me, they, they would probably hand me a scripture underground and say, by the way, you know by accepting this, you have a good shot that you may get killed in the next couple weeks. Are you okay with that? And that would be, that would be actually a life altering decision. Not that it wasn't when I gave myself to the Lord, but it didn't have living in America, the weight it didn't. And I, and no one can say it. Like if people wanted to argue about it to me, no one probably gave you a scripture in America and said, Hey, you know, you might die like in the next month because you have this and you're, and you're, and you're going to be speaking the name of Jesus. It's a whole different context. The way I gave my life to the Lord versus if I was living in China at this present moment, sorry, I said a lot. No, man. I'm glad you said it. You put so much in my mind because the first thing I come, come out when you said this is like, we, you, you, the pitch made me laugh because it made me think of a a business, (laughs) right? 
yeah. in business, you get elevated pitches and, and people can give you an elevated pitch all day long. Um, yeah. But I always says, uh, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur until they become an entrepreneur. And there you go, this is not as sexy as everybody told me it was <laughs> gonna be, right? It's like yeah. the hard work that it takes to be an entrepreneur, the hard work, right? Uh, the execution, right? That that it takes, right? To be an entrepreneur, right? It's, it's like, and the sacrifices, right? It's the same way, right? So I, I think about it, you said pitch, man, it just took me like, we, we do this in, in American Christianity. And again, I'm talking about American Christianity because it, it's it's something different than the Bible. And I know those may get offended when they hear it, but, but again, we are kingdom citizens. We sons and daughters of the king. We just, we, we live in America, but we sons and daughters of the king. That's who we are. You can't be something and then a Christian. I'm going to say yeah. that again. You can't be an American Christian. You're a Christian. You can't be yeah. a Baptist Christian. You're a Christian. You can't be a basketball Christian. You're a Christian. It's only a Christian. I am a son and daughter of the king. That's it. That's where it lands. That's where my identity comes from. Right? I don't, I don't, I don't put something else to drive me to become that. I am that, right? And so, you know, it, it saddens in my heart, Ryan, because instead of us having an encounter with God, where we encounter Jesus and the live the life of who he is. We are encountering, we encountering pitches and we encountering people yep. trying to convince us to be in the gospel. If you can be convinced to be in the gospel, you can be convinced right out. And for, yep. for me, and I believe, you know, God's heart, and I believe my heart is God's heart in this. And, and I'm just saying that in a prideful way, I'm saying that his heart is that he encounters you, right? When you look at the yep. church of Acts, right? Acts chapter two, and I want to land this, this conversation yep. in Acts chapter four, but I just... Like the encounter that these guys had in, in Acts chapter two, they kept on having encounters upon encounters. Why? Because it was deepening their faith, right? As they experienced God. And I know there's a sector of Christianity that's like, oh, you can't just experience. No, part of it is experiencing. You have to experience God. You have to experience your touch. I remember always uh, reminds me of the time that you spent with your, I think your father-in-law where you guys experienced yep. God together, right? It took, it took your relationship of what you thought you knew about Jesus to another level. Why? Because you now encountered Jesus. And and, uh, and I'll just be candid. My father-in-law listens to it so he can attest to this. I asked him, um, because at that point, you know, he grew up in the church, but he hasn't been in church in a while. And I know he still has faith because um, we've talked about it, but he hasn't, he's not like, he's not reading the scripture every day and stuff like that. But I asked him, I, I said, did you, what did you, during prayer, like what? did you feel anything? And, and he could attest, like, he's like, there's something that happened. He goes, I don't know what to say. He goes, I don't even have words, but there's something that happened. And I told him, I, I told him, I said, you, you were touched by God. Like you were like, he didn't have words for it, but he knew something shifted and he knew, and he knew experienced. Um, so yeah. That's so powerful. I, now I'm listening. I'm just, I'm reading this thing where I think I want to, I want to land. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, let's go to chapter four, verse 29 in Acts, Acts chapter four, verse 29. Okay. And we're going to read to what we read earlier and we're going to end this okay. way. And the yep. way that we're going to end is this way. Jesus is on the throne. Mm -hmm. We are uh, waiting a future with him where we all of heaven and all of earth and all underneath the earth and all in the sea are going to see him as king. Mm -hmm. uh, until then, we are, are to occupy until he comes according to the scriptures. But how? By pursuing him and letting the Holy Spirit to show him through us. Now, yep. 
This is the early church. This is this is this is our forefathers. These are the people that birthed us into what we know today. In verse 29, now Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all bonus they may speak. Now, what happened is that Peter and John were arrested um, because yep. they said the name of Jesus, and they were forbidden by the authorities to say the name of Jesus, but they didn't stop. They said the name of Jesus anyway. And uh, great, uh, a great persecution was coming on them. So here they are being persecuted at the early church, and this is their prayer. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all bonus they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and the signs and wonders and may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they heard and they, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and they spoke the word of God with bonus. Now, remember, these are the same folks that had a baptism of the spirit when it came to Acts chapter 2. There was another baptism. Why? Because we need constantly experiences with heaven. So that what? <laughs> the experiences with heaven allows us to then show heaven on earth through our mm -hmm. lives. But we need to experience heaven. And if you haven't experienced an encounter with Jesus, I'm going to tell you, close your Bible right where you are. I don't care if you're in your car. I don't care if you're in your room. I don't care if you're at your office or your desk. Close, shut this podcast off and say, Jesus, I want to experience you. Holy Spirit, I want to experience you like they did in the book of Acts. I want to experience like Danny and Ryan are saying that they have experienced you in these ways. I want to experience you <clears> this way. And I'm telling you, God is faithful to his word and you will be baptized and you will. There's a secondary baptism of the Holy Spirit to encounter him. Now, what happens when this thing happens to you? Right. Because people are not all in if they get a pitch. I'm going to say this again. What Ryan was talking <clears throat> about a pitch. If somebody gives you some salesman pitch about Jesus and your heart is not encountered by Jesus. <clears throat> you're not going to think the way these guys are thinking in the next verse. You're going to think <clears throat> like, oh, Jesus is awesome. You know, I'm going to church and everything. And, you know, I'm making my family go to church. But you don't know him. You know religion <clears throat> and you know church, but yep. you don't know him. So this is what happens. You want to know what happens to an encounter life? This is what happens. All in. You're all in when you encounter God. <clears throat> now, the multitude of those who believe were of one heart and one soul. Neither did, with the next verse, verse 32. Neither did anyone say that any one of these things he possessed was his own. So when you encounter this kind of encounter, you go, nothing is mine. I don't no, I don't own nothing. Oof. Now, this, is a, this is the encounter that we need. The American church needs this kind of encounter. Like we are, we are allowing capitalism, we're allowing... American Christianity to rule the day. We need to kind of encounter with God that's going to encounter us in a place that we do not care 
that we're an American system, that we're not going to try to uphold American system and go, well, well, you know, we're in America. We're not over there in that country. So, you know, I got to I got to do it this way. I got to do this. Oh, oh, my goodness. The economy is gone. So I'm so mad at God because, you know, my Roth IRA is not yielding me what is yielding me all what I have in, in, in what I have put in, in the market. The market is down. So I'm feeling down. No, all of that is junk. Oh, my 401k, I, 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 I'm going to have to dip into my savings. I'm going to have to dip into my 401k. Oh, I, I'm pursuing to get this house and I need my two cars. All that is junk when it comes to encountering him. Do you understand? Mm. Man, you're speaking it. Keep it going. Woo! Keep so it when you count it, your heart says, I possess nothing. <laughs> but they had all things in common. What did they have in counter? And with great power, verse 33, and apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. How did they give witness? And great grace was upon them all. How? Now was there anyone among them who lacked? This is what happened. For all who were possessors of lands. See, not everybody was possessors. All who were possessors of land. That means there was some that didn't have land. Mm -hmm. For those who think, well, it's not fair. Yeah. Hallelujah. Those who had land and those who, who were possessors of land and houses sold them and brought the proceeds on of the things that were sold. And they laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each as anyone had need. I know someone may look at this and say, this is socialism. No, this is called <laughs> kingdom. Let me help you out. This is called the kingdom of God. I know we live in an idealism of individualism. Uh, an idealism uh -uh. of individual, in individualism. But that is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is God is a father of all. Not just some. Not just some favorites of all. And mm -hmm. when all in the body encounter Jesus, the number one response is my Love of neighbor, my love of God and my love of neighbor. I got to care what's going on with my neighbor. Yep. Now listen to what's yep. happening. And Hoses, or Joseph, who was also named Barnabas. Now this is the same Barnabas, Acts chapter 9. Because everybody looks at Paul and Barnabas. Oh, Paul and Barnabas did some great things. Well, Barnabas, what do you have to do to get these great things that you're doing with Paul? Well, I'll tell you what Barnabas has to do. Barnabas, by the, before he was an apostle, because the Bible calls him an apostle. So this is before mm -hmm. he's an apostle. <clears throat> Barnabas, named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, a Levite, the country of, the, uh, in, of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Sacrifice, man. Ooh, now, Sacrifice. It, it doesn't stop there. It keeps on going. And I, and, and this yep. is a story that I, I'm being honest. I have an issue with this story. I'm, I'm going to read it, but I have an issue because this is a New Testament story. But we have to read it because, like Ryan said, we only read part of Scripture. We don't read it all. The story doesn't yep. end there. The story keeps on because it says, but. Now, it's the next chapter and verse, but it says, but. So it's continuing the conversation that Barnabas, but. A certain man named Ananias at Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. And he kept back part of the proceeds, and his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. Just brought a certain part. 
But Peter said to Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep part of the price of the land of your percent of yourself? Why? Because all the other people didn't do it. Then this is this is this is the, the most important thing in verse four in this whole thing. Because Ananias and Sapphira did not have to give everything. It was a choice. And verse four solidifies this. So while it remained, Peter Solomon, was it not your own question? And after it was a soul, was it not your own to control? Then why have you conceived these things in your heart? See, the, the thing was not that they had things. The thing <clears> was the motives of the heart, right? The Ananias and Sapphira's issue was not that they didn't give a little bit. The, the thing is that they said they gave all and they didn't. I'm going to say it again. They said they gave all, but they didn't. You have, yeah. what it says, you have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these. Now, I have an issue with this. I'm not going to tell you I don't. In the New Testament, I have an issue with this because I'm asking the Lord and I haven't got the response. Like, Jesus, where's the grace set for this dude, man? Where's the grace set for this dude? Uh, where's the yeah. for this dude? I'm just telling you some of the struggles that happen when I read some things in the Bible. And then the young men arose and wrapped him and carried him out and buried him. Now, it was at about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yes. Again, lying. The motives of the heart was a lie. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look at the feet of those who have buried her, your husband out at the door and they carried you out and they carried you out then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last and a young man came and found her dead and carried her out and buried her by her, her husband so great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things now i again i'm not going to say i wrestle with this i do because i don't see this is the only place i see this happen in the new testament right mm -hmm. i see yep. that I see that when it came to Paul, there was a lot of grace given to a lot of people doing a lot of things. So yep. I'm not going to, I'm not even talking about punishment of anything. I, I'm just saying like, I have, I wrestled with this. What I'm telling you is the, the, the issue here is that they said they gave all and they didn't. But I, and, and I don't even know if they were encountered yet. You know what I mean? I know they were lying to the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and I don't know if there yeah. was, if, if this comes part of what we're going to talk about in, in the future, which is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. I don't yeah. know. I can't tell you if they blasphemed the Holy Spirit or not, but I know that the, the reaction was that the motives of their heart was evil when they wanted to look like Barnabas. They want to look like all those people that gave everything, but they didn't. So I don't know if they even encountered. I don't see them Ananias and Sapphira talking about them encountering the Holy Spirit like these others encountered the Holy Spirit. So yeah. I don't know. I just want to be pure to the text. What I know pure to the text is that these folks were going through some trials. And they were going through some suffering and they asked the Holy Spirit for bonus. And the Holy Spirit gave them bonus, but not only bonus to, to, to uh, endure the suffering, but bonus to live a life that was sold out for Jesus. And, and that's where that's where the challenge is. It, it's not about it's not about punching a card or or just saying I, I, I just think. I truly believe that when you when you commit yourself to the Lord, you really just need to know what you're committing to. And I think um, the way that when people do or push their 
push their kids into it or or however um there needs to be honesty of like what does it mean to follow jesus what does it mean and, and that means yeah there's gonna be a lot of good good things but there's also going to be some some difficulty and some trials and, and it's going to test i think the one thing i wish i was told was the testing i wish i i wish i knew like people would tell me ryan He's going to test you. He's going to try to, he, he wants, he wants best for you. Thus you need to be open to the testing and you need to be open to the um, shift. I don't even want to say testing, the shifting of really your heart on a lot of different to really mold into who he has called you to be. Mm. You're hundred percent correct, Ryan. And we can't be afraid of what, 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 Paul calls it the whole scroll, right? Being yep. able to talk about the whole scroll, right? Being able to talk about everything of who God is, right? And the invitation is to Jesus, number one. That's it. The invitation is to Jesus. Now, with Jesus, again, uh, according to Peter and according to a lot of scriptures, when you've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless, you're not. Now is not your life. <laughs> he gave. He gave his yep. all so that you can give your all. You know. Um, and I want to land the plane in this because I'm going back to this. Heaven is collecting your prayers and heaven hears your prayers. Yep. And God cares for us deeply and he loves us. And he will that none will perish. And I'm not even saying that. See, no, no I won't even go there. Uh, I'm not <laughs> even there yeah, because that's another can of words. I'm not. I'll say this. I'm not. I don't I don't know. With Ananias and Sapphira, I'm not going to say Ananias and Sapphira is a displacement of Napoli. That's not, that's not the, I don't think that's the, the moral of the story. The moral of the story is that, man, my prayer is this. Number one, that you know that heaven hears a prayer. Jesus wants to encounter you in places and in levels that you haven't been encountered yet. And then after he encounters you, the only response is you can have it all. And if, if, if you're having difficult having it, like handed it all to him, then ask him to encounter you in a, in a realm that you can come out of that encounter going, you really can have it all, right? And that's why we go from glory to glory, strength to strength, because we go from encounter to encounter to encounter. That's why we constantly need, need encounters. That's why I'm, I'm, I'll be, I'm pleading with folks. I urge them like Paul did. I urge you like to spend time in the presence of the Lord. Why? Because in his presence, when you spend a long time with Jesus, he's going to encounter your heart. And those encounters are gonna lead to more relinquish in the counter relinquish we call it erl encounter jesus in, in realms that you haven't and in levels you haven't even experienced so that you can relinquish everything to him lay everything down so that then you can live the life of the kingdom because the life of the kingdom is a laid down life and so that's my last words ryan you give your last words i know this has been a different podcast it's been different than what you and i thought it was going to be yep. but i love the holy spirit because we'll go with him Amen, Danny. I just, you know, I, I pray for our listeners that, like you said, just to, to spend time in the presence and to really allow the Lord to to really shift their hearts on on many matters and 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 be okay with the Holy Spirit actually shifting you and changing you and molding you into the person that He's called you to be. So I just say shalom to to all. Listeners. Shalom, Maranatha, and until next week, man. Uh, thank you for listening to the whole podcast because this is a longer one but I think uh, we shared our hearts and we shared what the Holy Spirit wanted us to share so we love you guys Shalom
Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.